Your Steve Jones Show podcast will start shortly. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Brewers Outlet, your beverage supermarket on Reagan Street in Sunbury. Party time, game time, or just fun time. Doesn't matter what time it is, because it's Brewers Outlet time. The beverage supermarket has the area's largest beer selection, imports, microbrews, ciders, and domestics. Pick from over 100 ice-cold 12-packs and dozens of 24-ounce singles. Soda, snacks, hot sauces, fresh roasted peanuts. Make it one-stop party shopping, and don't forget the pickle bar. So whatever you're celebrating or just doing it up, Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street, Sunbury, wants to see you. And thank you for your years of patronage. Sports talk where your voice counts. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. Happy Friday to you. Matt, you need slushies. Oh, I know I do. And Brewers Outlet has them. Today's show brought to you by Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. Imports Domestics Microbrews. Best selection of beer anywhere. Wine coolers. Water. Soft drinks. Snacks. Ice. Lots of ice. They roast their peanuts fresh and hot every day in the pickle bar, led by the barrels and the dills, indeed second to none. And not just one, two, three, four, or five, but six different flavors of slushies. All at Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. And we're in the Sunbury Motors studio, Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury, Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. And also online at sunburymotors.com. For Lincoln Kia Hyundai, pre-owned inventory, fabulous sales staff, great service department to take care of the life of the vehicle. All at Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Key Routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. And how is Matt Catrillo today? Not bad overall. Been another busy day as usual in the uh, show producer chair slash news director seat. Let's see. feel awful that we're making you work. That's fine. JP, JP Finley, NBC Sports Washington Insider at 335. I've seen the polling on the new nickname for the Washington team. And shockingly, you know it's received more votes than any other? I don't know if you saw this or not. Did you see what's getting receiving more votes than any other nickname? Most popular names I've seen are the Warriors, surprisingly, and the Red Tails. Red Wolves, well, something I mean, like that. No, the suits. It's unbelievable <laughs> how it's just surged to the front. It's <laughs> not red suits, just suits. 
<laughs> oh, here I am. <laughs> You're shocked. No, I'm not, actually. 26 states, and the, they did voting. 26 states, uh, Warriors was happened to be in front. So this is how it looks. Uh, nicknames such as the Generals, Renegades, and Sentinels did not win any states. You mentioned the Red Wolves. Texas, Delaware, Pennsylvania, and Minnesota favored the Red Wolves. The Red Hawks were North Dakota, North Carolina, New Jersey, Massachusetts, Vermont. The Red Tails, which would be the Tuskegee Airmen. The Red Tails did pretty well. California, Oregon, Idaho, Montana, Colorado, South Dakota, Kansas, Illinois, Indiana, Kentucky, Tennessee, Mississippi, Georgia, South Carolina, and Florida. But the leader in the nationwide voting happened to be Warriors. And the Warriors were Alaska, Hawaii, Washington, Nevada, Utah, Wyoming, Arizona, New Mexico, Oklahoma, Nebraska, Iowa, Missouri, Arkansas, Louisiana, Alabama, Wisconsin, Michigan, Ohio, West Virginia, New York, Connecticut, Rhode Island, New Hampshire, Maine, and more importantly, and most importantly, Warriors was the leader and winner in Maryland and Virginia. So, I mean, they'll have a new nickname. They're keeping, by the way, they're keeping, by the way, the um, the color scheme. They're keeping the color scheme. So burgundy and gold still in. So that... um, The um, so they're going to keep the color scheme. So now, that'll make it easier for them to put logos on helmets? And because you can go in with just a burgundy helmet stripped down, then you can put logos on it later.
I mean, that'd be easy enough, right? Plus, there's already merchandise out there, and I think J.P. Finley was the one who said this, is there's just Washington football uh, numbers out there right now, that or merchandise out there right now that people can wear that doesn't say Redskins on it, too, with the same burgundy and gold. Right. So there you are. It's, uh, we'll talk to him, uh, JP, at the, the bottom of the hour. Mark Brennan on the show today, too. And the King. I want to mention the King because I think um, you keep forgetting about him. <laughs> I remembered. I'm good to go. Okay, I'm just making sure. I included it in today's show memo on social media so I'm ready to go I've got my questions ready really oh yeah just want to make sure you're all set just want to make sure because NBC Sports Washington is going to have to change the top of their ribbon here. Capitals, Wizards, Redskins, Nationals, Ravens, Orioles, more. Gone, Warriors. The map reveals that in the immediate D.C. metro area, Warriors has been used most on Twitter. But north and east in Pennsylvania and Delaware, Red Wolves has the most usage. Neato. It's also interesting to note that the country's two most popular states are split on the potential name. California went with the Red Tails, Texas with the Red Wolves. Okay? Guess what? If Maryland and Virginia are really into it, ding, ding, ding. <laughs> it doesn't matter if anybody, what people in California think about the name of the Washington team. Right? It matters. <laughs> I don't care if they name the San Jose Sharks. Look, here's the bottom line. For the most part, let's be honest about it. For the most part, going with an animal's safe, right? (laughs) Sharks, cougars, bobcats. Then in the NBA, you got Charlotte. They went for an insect. Hornets. Insect. Cal Irvine. The Ant Eaters. Was it is it Cal Santa Barbara or Cal Santa Cruz? The banana slugs. Let's take, let's see. Uh, UMass used to be the Redmond. Now, quick show of hands. How many of you even knew that? Until I mentioned it on the show. Zipola. Okay. By, by the way, in the daily item, did the suit ask to have his picture in the paper for the hole-in-one on the 
on the windmill hole. <laughs> I mean, I, wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, I mean, just I'm sorry. It's I don't think it's a good look. Okay, with the flag. I did it. <laughs> Is that a mini golf course flag? Yeah, it could be. They were the Redmen. St. John's, when they went to the Final Four, Chris Mullen and those guys, they were the Redmen. Uh, people forget, I think, that Miami of Ohio were the Redskins. Now they are the Red Hawks. St. John's is the Red Storm. And UMass became the Minutemen. No offense, Minutemen. You know, it's actually pretty cool. Think about it. I like that. Marquette used to be the Warriors. They changed to the Golden Eagles. Eastern Michigan were the Hurons. They changed to Eagles. There's been some debate here in Center County about Belfont's nickname, the Red Raiders. Well, growing up, Kevin and I played in high school for the Enfield Green Raiders. And they've now changed. They're now the Eagles. Eagles like to fall back on everything. Don't forget Wildcats, too. Oh, I'm trying to think maybe it's changed the Wildcats. There's tons of schools that have that are the Wildcats. Just change. Oh, there are a lot of Wildcats out there. I'm saying, but teams are changing to the Eagles. Um, yeah, a lot of Wildcats out there. Look, animal like animals are pretty safe. The I mean, they're pretty safe. Now, somebody asked about, I guess Atlanta has said they're not going to change from the Braves. I talked to a good friend of mine today that is a diehard Cleveland Indians fan. Diehard Cleveland fan, period. He said everybody up in that area there, they are absolutely up in arms and furious about the possibility of the Indians I'm like, uh, okay. (laughs) They're up in arms about it. Now, they have at least taken the one step where the cartoon caricature of the Indian Chief Wahoo was called Chief Chief Wahoo. I mean, that 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 made fun of, in my opinion. That was eliminated a few years ago. We'll interested to see what they do. The Braves say they're not changing. There's been uh, the Chicago Blackhawks are not changing, but I believe, hopefully, I'm correct about this, that it is about uh, the Blackhawk Indian tribe. I believe that is correct, and they have a. Pro- I believe they have approval for that, and as for the Kansas City Chiefs. Somebody asked me earlier today, "What's the difference between the, you know, I mean, like, what's the difference between a chief and a warrior?" And I said, "Well, to be honest with you, the difference is the chief tells the warrior to go out and fight. <laughs> that's, that's the big difference." Uh, but there hasn't been really anything about that either. And to be honest with you, I mean, the 
the symbol of the team, which at one point was an Indian with a tomahawk running through the Midwest. You'd have to go way back and look at it, back to the 60s. Uh, Matt, you'd have to look that one up. But they simply have just been an arrowhead ever since with KC. In fact, they've, they've been a, in fact, the helmet logo has always been just the arrowhead with KC since they moved from Dallas to Kansas City. So we'll see. Uh, they're going to have a lot of merchandise out there. Uh, here's something that would really make the name take off. Winning. That's a big one. Winning's a big one. Today's show brought to you by Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. Like the Seal and Grove Seals. Safe, right? The Seals. Not fierce, but safe. Taking your calls at 800-795-9565. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. Today's show brought to you by Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. And we are in the Sunbury Motors Studio. Quick intro on our great sponsors because we want to get right to J.P. Finley, NBC Sports, Washington, or for the moment, Redskins insider. <laughs> J.P., hope you and yours are safe and sound. Thanks so much for your time. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Okay, so let's get to the uh, this this nickname change, logo change, and so forth. Uh, you know, this actually takes a while, but you've done a lot of research to take a long, hard look at what they want to do with this, including looking at uh, how social media is treating it state by state. What did you find out? Um, so, yeah, I mean, it, taking a look at hashtags that have been used on Twitter to buy, to kind of geotarget that data, and four names have really emerged among the top, and it's Warriors, Red Tails, Red Hawks, and Red Wolves. Um, I don't know how exciting any of those are, but those four have, have seemed to be emerging as the front runners, kind of if and when the Redskins change their name. Yet, when I looked at it, I think it was 26 states had Warriors. But I thought yep. it didn't really Warriors matter to me. Is the, it's the leader in the clubhouse, so to speak. They're the, they're, they're the leader in the clubhouse, which at the U.S. Open is the safest place to be, by the way. Uh, so Indeed. when you sit there and and look at it, though, I don't really think it matters to me what 24 states think. I noticed that Maryland and Virginia both favored Warriors. Those are the two I looked at and said, ah, that tells me something. It does, but, you know, I don't know how much – Fans are going to have insight into this name being changed. Because honestly, I think if it was up to fans, they wouldn't be changing the name. I, I think That's fans true. want the name to stay. I, I think 
I, I get Warriors to me is just kind of an easy, simple way to, to, to change it, but it you could probably keep at least some of the history. But the word is that they want all Native American imagery gone. And if that's the plan, then I'm not sure I understand Warriors as much. I do believe they'll keep the burgundy and gold. I think I think it makes sense with the red names. I know that the fight song, Hail to the Redskins, is very important, so they want something that still works for that song. And, and as silly as it may sound, the HTTR hashtag, I mean, it, it gets incredible usage, so that has value for the organization as well. So I, I believe they want something that will allow that hashtag to stick around. I don't know. It's a very interesting situation without any real answers or or, or even kind of information. Well, let me ask you about this. You talked uh, you, what you said about how the fans feel matches up with uh, what I've been hearing as well. And in, if you talk to Cleveland Indians fans, they're furious about the possibility of a nickname change. Okay, just in general. So what's the reaction been in Washington? I'm just talking about the, the average woman, average man that just loves their football. What's their reaction to changing the nickname? I think like most things in our country, there is a pretty large middle that is normal and understands things, and then there are fringes on both sides that are a little crazy. I think, Very uh, fair. I, I think there's probably, you know, 10, 15% of people that are, are, are truly offended by the name and think it should have been changed 20 years ago. I think there are probably 10 or 15% of people that think it's a, a great honor to Native Americans or that it, it has nothing to do with Native Americans, just the name and image associated with the football team. And then I think the, the majority of people, like, I mean, honestly, the way I feel about it, I, I grew up loving this football team long before I was ever a reporter. You know, I, I grew up inside the Beltway, and, and the Skins were the big team. But in 2020, with everything going on in our country, I can understand that it's time to change the name. And, you know, it, it, it'll be it, – it, it, I'm having a hard time – I guess liking any of the names that have been suggested, right. but I think a yes. lot of that is just because in my mind they're the Redskins and they have been forever. So hearing them called anything else just seems weird. Yeah, it seems it. it I, a nickname change. It's going to change. I feel JP has to be natural. So when UMass was the Redmen, they changed to the Minutemen. Everybody kind of looked around and right. said, "You know, that's pretty that. cool." Right. Well, St. John's, when Chris Mullen played there, they were also the Redmen. They changed yep. to the Red Storm, and it, it's never caught on. Uh, and it's, it, yeah, it's, it's funny. It, I, I never it's, knew the UMass one, but I certainly know the St. John's one. Yeah. When Julia Serving played at the UMass, they were the Syracuse Redmen. Too. The what? Well, Syracuse went from orange men to just the orange. Right. Yeah, they did do that. Um, and so it, one was natural, people loved, and the other one wasn't natural, and people had never really caught on with it. 
And so that really goes to your point. I mean, when was the first time as a Redskins fan, I mean, you probably never thought about the nickname. Right? Yeah, they're the Redskins. When did you first actually start to think about it? Yeah. As something that could be perceived as derogatory. It wasn't wasn't until I was old enough to kind of process. I mean, honestly, I mean, growing up in this area, you read the Washington Post, and there were always – I remember when the Skins went to the Super Bowl in 91, I think there was a reasonable-sized protest – um, because they were playing in Minnesota and they have a high Native American population. But I, yeah. I, I don't, for me, none of it really – I never thought it was really going to change until five or six years ago. And then I kind of just thought it started to hit a, a point of inevitability. Are you surprised there isn't anything more clever about it? more regional about some of the proposed nicknames. Are you surprised about that? Because the Washington Capitals makes, you know, makes sense. The Washington Nationals, I mean, it's, you know, to the region. Are you surprised there isn't anything like that? No, honestly, just because most names, most new sports names kind of stink. Uh, the yes, Washington Wizards <laughs> are the one you left out. And, um, right. Well, they've been the bullets. Know, yeah, I mean, they there haven't been very many cool expansion names, I don't think. I, I, I don't know. I, I think people try to. They could go that route and be the federals or something, the generals. But yeah. I don't think it's necessary. I mean, I, some of the are there actual eagles in Philadelphia? I don't think so. But the eagle, the Philadelphia Eagles, works pretty well. Yeah. The uh, let me ask I, there's you no about lions this. in Detroit, but you know, no, I, just don't, I don't think it has to be that way. It does right. when it works. It does work well. Yeah. No, there's no question about it. Uh, could they go into this season without a logo on the helmet and just change the name and then have all logos ready whenever they're actually ready? I think there's a good chance that happens, honestly. I, I just, they had two months to get this done, and this is a $3.5 billion organization. I, you can't make a decision like this haphazardly or, or in a rush. And, and I think they should just be the Washington Football Club or Washington Football Team, and then once they're able to really figure out what they want and how they want it to look and do their market research and focus groups and all that stuff, then announce the name. I wouldn't do this in a rush whatsoever. JP, final question, because I know we have to get you out of here. Financially, in terms of the merchandising of this, how much can this mean just by the mere name change? So, the NFL shares all that revenue. So, if they eventually sell a ton of new jerseys because they have a new uniform, all 32 teams get a slice of that pie. At the same point, right now, I think the name has started to become, and we know why they're doing this, FedEx is threatening to pull out. And FedEx That's pays right. them about $10 mil a year. And, and there's other sponsors that are threatening to pull out unless they change the name. So that, losing sponsorship deals that go directly to the, to the Redskins organization versus a, a a drop or a rise in revenue that's shared across 31 teams, the the, the individual sponsorships are the much bigger deal. 
Yeah, you are so right. Except for the Dallas Cowboys. They're the only ones that have their own deal. So interesting. Yeah, Jerry does Always a pleasure. Yeah, Jerry does his thing, and let's give him credit. He does some parts. Some parts pretty well. He may not draft well, but he does some parts business-wise pretty well. (laughs) Hey, thanks so much. I know we had limited time with you today. You were fabulous. I really appreciate it. It was a fun conversation. I I enjoyed it. Uh, Let's do it again. Absolutely. I look forward to it. That is J.P. Finley, NBC Sports Washington Football Insider. Notice I left that part out, just said football insider. How'd you like that? Well done. Football insider. Now, Keith Olbermann for years was um, adamant that he would not mention the nickname on radio or TV. Keith Olbermann was adamant. And I watched him when he would he'd get to the part about anything Washington was doing football-wise. He stuck to it. He would not. He was very principled about it. Very principled. So there you go. Um, so what do you think? I mean, what, what do you think the nickname should be? Well, I agree with I, JP and in, in, in feeling if they want all Native American, you know, numbers and everything else be out out of this out out of sight here, then Warriors should not be the nickname. But I agree. Yeah. Like I, I'm not I'm not really liking any of these names that are in there right now but I do think it's easier for people at least for me to change something to make it regional like you had mentioned before like the Nationals and the Capitals doing something like the Genitors or the uh, the Generals or the Senators for that matter I think the Senators is the easiest thing that I would go to considering the baseball team way back when I think that might be the way to go yeah um, well the Senators (sighs) We're in a climate right now. I don't know. I don't know if I'd, I'd feel like uh, let's go with something political. That's fair. No, no. I'm just I'm just throwing that out there. And Congress always has a lower approval rating <laughs> than everybody. Anyway, that's true. That. Um, hmm. But I don't know. I, I think bottom line, I, I think, I mean, the, I think the, it's uh, easier for them to go something regional down there, as you and JP were talking earlier. Well, let me get let me give you one that I'm surprised hasn't caught on more, and that's the red tails. Uh, and the reason why I'm surprised is because look, the Tuskegee Airmen, and you could keep the color scheme that goes with it. Now, of course, after all these years, when they've referred to the Washington Redskins as the Skins, do you now refer to them as the Tails? Yeah, it could work. I suppose. I don't know. I don't know. But I think this is not a decision that can be rushed. I totally agree with him on that. I think you can go into the season without a logo on the helmet. I believe it would not be unprecedented to go in without a logo on the helmet. Uh, I believe the Redskins. The Redskins used to have an, a spear on the helmet in the '60s. All right, and then they made the change 
for one season, two seasons, I think it was two seasons, starting with Vince Lombardi. And what Lombardi did was, Lombardi um, was trying to fashion a little bit after Green Bay, so they went with a gold, and they had an R on the helmet with then the tail coming off of it. And then they put the uh, the Indian head logo when they went to the burgundy helmets. Um, but I think for a period of time, and it may have been just the preseason, the Redskins didn't have a logo in the preseason when Lombardi was there, I think. And then they put that R on there afterward. So you could do that and go through the season without that. Because it would not be unprecedented that somebody has gone through without a logo on a helmet. Let me see. Let's see. NFC East, right? Redskins. Because the Giants did that for uh, didn't have a logo for a long time, back in the fifties, sixties, whatever it may be. Uh, the Redskins, yeah, they changed the R in the helmet in seventy and seventy one. So I was correct about that. I know you're shocked. Uh, the, you've seen some of the special helmets over the years. The Redskins in ninety four special helmet did not have a logo. The Packers didn't have a logo. Um. In the 40s to 1960, the Giants didn't have a logo. 75 preseason Giants didn't have a logo. Preseason only, obviously. Uh, let's see. Uh, the Chicago Cardinals didn't have one. In Then they went to St. Louis and they put the bird on the side. Uh, everybody else in the West has had one. North. The Bears didn't have a logo until 62. 62. Detroit Lions, first time in 61. Packers, first time was 1961. All right. Let's see here. He's right, by the way. Most of the expansion nicknames are like, okay, really? I mean, to me, the best expansion nickname I've seen over the years has been the Sharks. Yeah, the Broncos didn't have a logo in 62 in the preseason. Uh, let's see. And we mentioned the Chiefs already. The Raiders didn't have the uh, shield on the side of the helmet until 65. Let's see. So, yeah, just looking through or scrolling through. Uh, let's see. The Bengals in the preseason when they were changing logos did not have uh, anything on the side. Steelers didn't put a logo in this. In fact, the Steelers opening nine games of the 62 season did not have a logo. Um, uh, let's see. Colts. Eh, not really. Um, nope. Then there's the world-famous AFC East. Ding, ding, ding. Dolphins preseason did not have a logo until they started the season in 66. Preseason didn't have one. 
So you've got time to do this. Oh, and there's the suit with his picture in the daily item on the hole-in-one in the windmill hole. Oh, yeah. Boy, scrolling the Internet's hard, man. You come up, you see stuff you get that, that frighten you. All right, we'll come back with more in a moment. Great to have you with us here on News Radio 1070 WKOK, brought to you by our great friends at Brewers Outlet. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC Way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC Way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC Way. The SMC Way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Okay. James Franklin stepping up. And uh, it is the... Let me see here. Had it here for a second. The James Franklin... Uh, it's, it has to do with a scholarship, which is great. Um tweeted that out today and the um, Franklin Family Educational Equity Scholarship at Penn State and uh, he uh, put a quote in and said be the change that you wish to see in the world Gandhi um and it's uh, it's the Franklin Family Educational Equity Scholarship at Penn State. Fabulous. As James closes out, together we can make a difference. Indeed we can.